Recording in progress, Mugs. That means it's honing time. You hear my voice. I'm with the Rocky King and the Mackay Queen because we're two weeks into the North Queensland Carnival. And, uh, Lloydie, we might just start with you because I know all week's been a terrific week. Master Jamie got the job done. I think a few mugs followed you in, mate. So have your little uh, parade. Um, yeah, well, I think I'll just leave it pretty short, sharp and sweet and just say I told you so. Um, it was it was all over at the 400 when Bubba, a um, good friend of the show, no doubt, um, he was wearing the mugs being into the origin too on Wednesday night. So good on you, Bubba Tilly. Uh, um, but, yeah, he um, wrote it to perfection, I thought, just followed deep breath and... Um, when he popped off its back full of running at the at the 400, it was um, it was all over Red Rover, I thought, and um, good to see. I think you know, I know you know we we love the horse on here, Master Jamie, but I think more importantly, good to see a um, a local Rocky Cup winner. I thought, yeah, hundred percent. And uh, Gabs, I know you also came to the party jagging uh, all that pizzazz. I think it was at a dollar twenty or a dollar fifteen. So great find too there for the mugs out there. Thank you. Um, it was, yes, my only find for the day, but um, that is okay. One is better than none, isn't it? So as usual, we rebuild. We rebuild. And that's why you're standing in front of Eagle Farm, crossing from their live. Gabs, there's a big bloody meet down there in beautiful Brisbane today. And as you said, you've just got to wake up the next week. You've just got to log onto your computer, get some pizza on the way home and hone on in. And that's what we're going to do. So Gabs, Eagle Farm, we've got a few meets that we'll touch on, but let's start hot. You're a, you're a visitor in the lovely Bris Vegas. So tell us what you're thinking of the card and where you're looking to play the Doxter. Thank you very much. We have a beautiful day here at Eagle Farm. The track is going to be a lovely good four as usual and uh, the weather's going to be absolutely brilliant. So we're going we're gonna to start early. It's not something I do often, but I, I love it. I love the idea. So we're going to go race one, number 12, lethal warning. Tony Golan trains, Stephanie Thornton rides. I think this horse is just crying out for a win. Uh, last start, um, she ran huge behind Whitewater, just couldn't get out to the last, last sort of 100. And then when she did, she absolutely flew. So... I think she's a really good bet here. She gets in light and um, yeah, 18.05, she's just going to eat that up. We are getting 3.50 at the moment. Um, so I'm I'm very happy with that. Yeah, thanks to our friends. And uh, we've got Steph on at 53 kilos. So fingers crossed she didn't go too bloody haywall on the, uh, the champagnes there on her honeymoon, which is lovely for them both. Uh, so Gabs, look, we're going to get a fill up and race one. I like the sound of that. The boss man doesn't let us down too often. What about a bit of value on the the Cracker Eagle Farm card? Sorry, it's not going to be value, but I, I have a surprise later. So we're going to go two two shorter prices here, and um, <laughs> we're going to go with race nine, number eight, which is Burning Bell. Toby Edmonds trains Jim Byrne rides. Really, really happy with this horse last start. Absolutely flew that last sort of 100 to 50 again. Uh, I think they're going to try, you know, we've got a bad barrier, so hopefully it doesn't sit sit too wide. But I just think, yeah, the um, the 1200 suits this horse and I think it'll fly as well. So $3.50 for that one. Happy to be on. 
I'll tell you what, you've done well to absolutely bookend the card there. The problem when you bookend is we need some substance in the middle, and I'm just not too sure that we're going to get it. But Lloydie, as Gab's said, I'll quote her, a firm one surface on a terrible Eagle Farm surface. Um, what are you thinking for the day? How are they going to play the rail? Who knows what it's doing, but that's what you're here to do, mate. Hone in and tell the mugs what we're all about. Yes, um, that's right, Moz. Um, I've been happy with Eagle Farm over the carnival. Um, played fairly all throughout. I, you know, I don't think it's really mattered where the the rail is. And what are we? We've had two two weeks off since since the last Eagle Farm meeting. I think rail goes out of meter, so pretty close to that true position. I don't think um, you know it'll it'll be hard to sort of know, I guess, when you when you're there. But I, I'm expecting everything to get their chance, and um, we might make it a race to race double to kick off the day. I think Gabby can boot home lethal warning in the first I was on last start so that's probably why it didn't win and it was a certainty beat him um but we're going to race two um Moz you probably know it who I'm tipping before I even have to say it but um Rage and I think she's I think she's back and at her best now she she obviously she won on debut she actually beat Mystic Aroma in Mystic Aroma's debut run and um she went on and she had form around hinged as an early two-year-old and then they stretched her out to the mile uh, in November and she started close to favourite that day. She was a big drifter in the market, but um, just something obviously went wrong. She got beat 19 lengths and, and she had one run in, in April and again was pretty plain as a, as a big drifter again in the market. Um, but that was behind Enterprise Pom, who I think she goes pretty handy. And then we saw a resume uh, in June behind maybe the best. It went well in an eyeliner from memory or one of those Ipswich races. Um, only just got nutted late two starts ago behind Petunia. And then last start, I thought she was probably probably outside of the winner, Majestic Colour. I thought she was the run of the race in that Group 3 wing skinny. So she gets out to the 1805 as well. Um, she's back to a three-year-old. I think it's it's just a three-year-old open handicap. So she's got to carry the top weight of 58 kilos. But that last start, Group 3 placing, I think she should just be too good for him in that. Yeah, well, on a third on that uh, heavy 15 at uh, the Wing Skinnies there, you'd suggest that she'll relish the trip, mate. So races one, yep. we've uh, locked that in. Races two, we've locked that in. Race nine, Lloydie, there's six more on the card, or are you just going to uh, copy Gabby like per usual? I'm not going to copy it, but I'm going to go to race nine, actually. But this time I'm going to go a bit of value, so maybe – the, uh, the exotics punters, I think we can probably have a nice little exactor because I agree Burning Bell is going to be hard to beat back in, I think, you know, it's pretty much back in grade from a three-odd Phillies race to a, um, a gnome versus three-odd handicap or whatever it is. But um, we've got the King of the North tipping comp going on and obviously Friday's been and gone, so the winners are all over the socials. But before... Um, before Tim became the king of Mackay and one of the kings of the north, yes, Dream was the king of the north. It started its career five from five, unbeaten at Townsville and, and Atherton and that sort of area, um, Cairns as well. And came down here now, it's had two runs in the southeast, still with the same trainer, but didn't beat a runner home on Ipswich Cup Day over the 1100 behind Princess Bojack. Um, and then went to a no Metro wins race last start, just seven days ago, last weekend. Ran third behind B Water, my friend at Doombin. Um, but I really liked that run. It was caught three wide without cover up on the speed. And um, it looked like it, well, it was entitled to drop out of it. And it looked like it was going to. But I thought it stuck on really gamely. B Water, my friend, it had the run of the race. It, it got back and 
finished finished over the top of them, and and All Stars was a bit the same coming up the fence. So, of that leading division, it was still there at the end. I think Barrier Three just allows it to get the drop on them and be well and truly within striking distance. And on that seven day backup, must have pulled up all right. So yes, Dream in the last. Yes, Dream might be searching for the good track there, mate. Which uh, you may get at Eagle Farm. Who would know? But maybe a nice little yeah. handy Quinella play, but. Mugs, we all know that Eagle Farm's just really killing time because, I mean, the girl herself, she's crossing live from Eagle Farm here for the viewers, but she's about to get in the Rolls Royce, head up the hill, fingers crossed she gets up there, and then settle in for a beautiful balmy night there at T-Bar where she'll be at the bar, back in winners, and she's going to let us know exactly who they are. Yeah, well, I get to my surprise, which is never happened before and it's going to be two value runners up the hill <laughs> which is a, a, a first so it might actually help me out because I don't usually go very well up there but besides the point race three number seven yuppie uh Lindsay Hatch Jake Malloy takes two kilos off I think this horse ran, ran really well up there last start and also hits first start back ran second um and that was a strong second. So I'm happy to have it here, stepping out to the 1,300 metres. I just, it was a bit all over the shop. I thought it might have been a young horse after watching it race last start, but it's not a young horse. It's a five-year-old gelding, but it was just all over the shop. So I'm hoping it's a bit more focused, run straight. I definitely think it has the ability to win there at $8.50. Yeah, well, look, the, the Toowoomba trainers are up in the back gap, so it's probably not a bad method to follow in. I think I think they went seven from nine last week at Doombin there, so there's nothing to look into there. Of course, they're all as good as the day is long, but two values, that's something we need to look for. And you've given us one. Where's number two? Number two, we're going to go to race six, not too late. Um, number 10, which is skater, obviously, a Michael Nolan trained galloper. Um, and Montana Sava takes a kilo and a half off. A good run here last start, got checked throughout the race um, and hit the line very hard over 1,000 metres. Stepping out to 1,200 here, I, I really think she's a, a live chance. Barrier 13, obviously, is a bit of a uh, question mark, as we know. Don't like to be three wide or back there in Toowoomba, but I'm happy to give her a shot. Um, at six dollars fifty. Six fifty, Gabs. You've been on. You're on fire out there at T Bar, and Lloyd, you'll be happy to hear that because if you chuck about four bucks there on Gabs' pick skater in race number six, which is going at eight oh five, that'll give you your twenty bucks entry to Retro's Saturday night, which I know you're all about. So, mate, that's option one, but maybe option two, you're having to fill up previously in the card. If I ever fill up at Toowoomba, the, probably the, the sun probably won't come up tomorrow, to be honest. But um, I'm going to race five for the best bet of the afternoon or the, the evening, 7.30, that one goes around, and a horse called Bump and Run. Um, I think Gabby's knocked Sky Bogenhuber off the, the throne of Queen of Toowoomba, but but she's on board. And um, I just I like the form that this horse brings. They they nominated and they would have had a run in the Fred Best, the Group Three Fred Best Classic at Eagle Farm, but they opted to go around on the same day in that Sunshine Coast Poly Cutest Final. Um, didn't work out for them. Got beat one point four, but didn't beat a runner home. Um, its next start ran third to Demoriere and Little Mix at the Gold Coast over eighteen hundred. 
Uh, Demorier won its next start. Little Mix ran third in a listed race at Eagle Farm on Tats, Tats uh, Tiara Day, and then last start ran fifth behind Kuzco Lad, who's a dollar eighty in race four, I think. So hopefully that form gets franked. But just think, Bump and Run might be able to do exactly that from Barry too. Well, Bump and Run, mate, they are your three words, really, aren't they? Even though one's a letter, mm-hmm. but what else you got? Um, not too sure, actually. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm going very well. Um, I did like something. I think it was in the same race as Gabby's, the the first one, race three, Kenny Cat. Um, won two back-to-back races earlier in the year, or well, in, in May. Um, they were all right, sort of wins a bit comfortably numb, and I think comfortably numb, it might even be in this race, but it won its next start after that. And last start, ran fourth behind Telephone Booth and Vanasta. Vanasta went and won at Warwick, then got beaten a lip in, a, in the bell of Capricornia on Rocky Newmarket Day up there. Should have won. Um, that four might be all right. Angela Jones goes on board. It'll probably get back and hit the line all right. I thought $12, 350 the place. Might be might be worth specking on the home deck. Yeah, AJ, look, another uh, – well, you can throw comfortably numb in there for the trifectas and the exotic players mm. because it is lined up in that same race there, mate. So race three, yeah. you might have 15,000 mugs watching. And TV radio. It's almost almost like I knew what I was talking about then when I said I think it is in the field. It's like I'd done the form. Yeah. Well, I think it wins. We can't be too predictable on this show. That's why people tune in because if you you know you think that we know the cards, well you you're dead wrong. It's uh it's very much go with the flow, and sometimes the flow ain't flowing. But uh, but Gabs, we might turn to you because I know. Look, Queensland racing is just what you're all about. And we had some ripper meetings. We can go through them all. We got Gunda, Wind, Gunda Windy. We got Thangul. We had to look where the hell that was. The Gold Coast, we're sick of that joint. But there wasn't really much that we could really commit to because we don't just give out tips for the sake of it. The Doxter, give us the medicine. You've searched far and wide, high and low, wherever you found a, uh, a bit of love for the mugs out there. Yeah, I, I absolutely have searched far and wide. And we've got when I went, I went south and then I went south again. So I'm gonna throw these at you. And um, I I think they're great bets. So we're gonna go to Flemington first. Um, race four, number five, which is Mimi's Award. Uh, this horse was absolutely massive last start, really, really patient ride, and ended up losing it actually on protest, which was a bit of a shame. But the start before that, huge. Well, just um, makes up ground so well late. Um, stepping out to the 2,800 metres here, which it's just going to love. Um, we've got through Irish Eyes in the race. I do understand that it's a good horse, but just the way Mimi's been going lately, I hope she doesn't mind me calling her that. Um, I just think she's just going to love this. Um, 54 kilos. Dan, Dan Stackhouse takes the ride for Team Hayes and we're getting $3.90. Yeah, that was the race, actually, with the old pat on the back past the post, thanks to the old Brady Preble. And I was a little bit worried there when you said we're going south and south for potentially the first ever Tasmanian tip on this show, but that might have to wait for another day. Anything else there, Gabs? Yeah, I'm going to have to be quite desperate um, to head down that far. But um, we're going to go to Belmont, actually, and try something new. And dip the toes in in a bit of a body action there. I don't even know where it is. South Australia, is it? Um, but race 10. West, I reckon. Race 10. <laughs> that one. <I> don't know. <laughs> <laughs> race 
and raised gen numbers really bright diamond um i really like this horse last start I, I was actually on its stablemate secret plan and i was hoping secret plan was in again today but i found bright bright diamond there i think really good fourth behind um behind her and yeah i just thought um this is a step down in class and um t dawson's going to take the three kilos off so it gets in well i definitely think it's um it's a live chance here all right. Well, good luck, T. Dawson. I think that's the first mention on the show. Let's say, call him Teddy, or maybe it's Friend. a girl. We, we don't really oh. Taj. Taj, T-A-J. Taj. Okay. I was close. That's it. <laughs> well, well, we we saved ourselves there, Lordy, because uh, we knew where Belmont was. And it's not really because we're A-plus students in geography there, Gabs. It's because we've plunged many times at Belmont. Uh, no elite street out there at Belmont, though, Lordy. So, I know that was your a bit of a, a rely upon, but have you found something else for us? Yeah, I actually haven't. It's it's proper cooked where it is. Um, we're going we're going to Kembla Grange race three. How about that? No. <laughs> yeah, that's um, something for everyone on this show. Well, that's what I thought. I thought you know what if Gabby's going to go as far to far west as Perth or Adelaide or wherever she's going, I'm going to go. I'm going to go to the Gong. Um, I've actually, I've really just about talked myself right into this thing, thinking it's just about as good a thing as you're going to find. Race three, horse seven, golden passport uh, for, for Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Bott. By Sebring, out of, remember that mare called Princess Koo, C-O-U-P? She was she was a proper handy galloper. Like she, um, she won 3.8 million. Like this thing's royally bred. Um Won a group one in New Zealand before she um before she retired. But anyway, beside the point, this horse um only had the one start. It's a two-year-old. Only had the one start at Canberra uh, behind Opal Ridge. I think that was, you know, that was in January. Um, the time they ran that day was similar to the the older horses maiden that was won by Reach for Gold. It's won a couple of races and favorite, it might be favorite Horsbury or somewhere like that on Thursday. But um 3rd of June it won a barrier trial at Randwick. Time was all right, but it won that by 0.2 of a length. Running third in that was Fashion Legend, who won yesterday at Grafton on day, oh, in its second career start. Um, before that, ran fourth in a Kensington Maiden. And it beat a horse called Russian Warrior, who Alan Chow trains from the Gold Coast. And Russian Warrior is a filly that I actually have quite a bit of time for. She she ran fifth behind Golden, Golden Artie and Soaring Ambition on New Year's Day at Doombin. Um, and it was a real eye catcher. And then she won her maiden at Ipswich the next start, beating Skater, who Gabby's tips at Toowoomba on Saturday night, beat it by eight lengths. Um, so I don't think it's a it's a slouch, this Russian warrior that's been beaten by Fashion Legend, which was beaten by the horse whose name escapes me, Golden Passport. Winona Coston on board from Barrier 5. Go find the front, find your bookie. How, how's that for form? That was, that was crazy. I, that's why you got like, you need like a notice board with like the strings and the tacks and I was together. Well, yeah, you, you do look like half a serial killer. So I wouldn't be surprised if you've got that up in your basement, that form logic. Yeah. I tell you what, Muggs, if you've, if you've never heard a more convincing spiel on a 1200 meter maiden, that's going to be on a heavy tent at Kembla Grange. Well, we want to meet you. So there we go. I think I'm convinced. I'm trying to get on right now. I just have to keep scrolling through all these meets that we have to keep covering. So, uh, yeah. 
Well, Lordy, are you are you ending on that or are you going to top that effort? I don't think I can top it, but maybe no stuff. It just that thing will win. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, we'll leave leave uh, Lloydie's. I was going to give you. I was going to give you one in Perth, and I know I think you were on it last night too. Actually, Moz, that race one. It'll just make it a quick one. Race one horse one. It's a dollar ninety five. No point really. Aztec ruler was it won like a really good horse on debut. Flew late, beat Rabbit up. Who's won a couple of starts? Chrissy Parnham back from his holiday. It'll win. It will win, and they've got the uh, they've got the listed Belmont stakes. Classic. There we go. It was one of the two, wasn't it? Um, which is sort of search and rocks form. Which unfortunately, search and rocks doesn't go around, which is a bit of a shame. But anyway, uh, well, another quick little mention while we are just scooting around. If you go to somewhere in South Australia, I'm not even going to try and find where it is, but Flow Meter goes around for start number two hundred. So when your trainers say, oh, yeah, we need to pull up sums after two or three starts, you go, no, 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 no. There is form on the board with a horse called Flow Rider, uh, Flow Meter. So have a look. Flow Rider is a pretty good artist, by the way. But there's no excuses. Horses want to run. Let them run. Rising 12-year-old. How good? How good. Race six, horse 10, Mugs, Flow Meter. Don't. I didn't say back it. I just said have a look at it. Well, it's $46. He never runs a bad race. Oh. Yeah. He's had 20 well, wins. Go the boy. 20 wins. 20 wins and 53 minor placings. You'd love to own him. You would. He's won 790,000. Yeah, from 12 years ago. <laughs> How much? What, what do we say? He's, he's a 12 year old. That's 793,000. Divided by 144 months. <laughs> so as long as the trainer bills aren't five and a half grand a month, they're ahead. <laughs> uh, well, if you've ever gotten a trainer bill, I reckon they're about that. So fingers yeah. crossed. Uh, the owners have had a bit of a punt when they got those 20 wins. So, well, Muggs, look, My, that's far lost, and wide. That's what we uh, – stop, mate. You've already, you've already made your spiel at Kembla Grange. I'm trying to wrap this up. Uh, we've gone yeah. far and wide, literally. Um, I'm going to have to Google all these places so I can get the spelling right. But, Gabs, you got Eagle Farm behind you there. You're heading out to Trackside tomorrow to cheer some home. I don't believe I am, but plans change, you know, just around the corner. Never know. And, Lloydie, I don't want to really, really ask you the same thing because that means I'll probably be there with you. Yeah, well, I was hoping you won't be going for the same reason that I won't go. But I think it's Members Rewards Day, so I might have to go and spend $30 worth of alcohol. Well, there you go, Muggs. If we see you at Trackside tomorrow, come say g'day. And uh, let's back some winners. See ya. Yeah. Bye. Bye.